You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Crew, this is Mark Hadmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Today, let's talk the poker chip draw. Uh, it's also, it's all about speed and weapon acquisition. I mean, now, now those of us who train weapons, whether that weapon be firearm, tactical folder, a scream stick, pepper spray, or Viking battle axe, likely, you got to admit, we spend most of our time on guard or at port arms or weapons ready. In other words, our tool of choice is unholstered, unsheathed, unpocketed, unpursed, unquivered, and ready to go. We slid the sticks out of the gym bag, and then we get in there and start the drills. Our training is often drill-based or dual-patterned, D-U-E-L, as in we're fighting a duel, meaning that all the preliminaries have been assumed, fake words have been had, weapons are in hand, and now we click the sticks, one through eight, adjust the paper target up or down the range, uh, slash one, thrust four for reps, or apply the centurion's gladius to the post ad nauseum, right? So in other words, we've already got the weapon in the hand, we work our skills. Of course, that work has got to be done, there's no doubt about it, but... In the New World, as we're talking Frontier America, a premium was placed not only in prowess with a weapon at the ready, but also speed of weapon acquisition and how quickly that weapon could be engaged tactically. In other words, we are not merely talking fast draw, we're talking fast draw and do the job. Now, let us not assume that the fast draw... Uh, is mere stuff of Wild West legend or applies only to firearms. I mean, we got there's numerous accounts of rapid speed, blade unsheathing, fiercely fast tomahawks drawn from belts, and arrows fired from hand with little preliminary. There are countless American Indian children's games, and by the way, when we say children's games, these are actually warrior games. As children, we're warriors in the making. With that uh, in mind, that we're all warriors in the making, so we can play some kids' games, right? And all these games were to ensure that the speed of weapon acquisition went right into tactical use. We should consider the following account. This isn't a firearm based, letting you know that uh, speed of acquisition, you'll be able to use it immediately. October 1st, 1858, Indian Territory, which is later to become part of southern Oklahoma. Major Earl Van Dorn is leading a retaliatory raid against a band of Comanche and Kiowa. At one point in the melee, Van Dorn becomes separated from his men, and he sees two warriors riding double. Van Dorn fires and kills the horse beneath them. Now, according to Van Dorn, the two warriors hit the ground, rolled, and came up with bows in hand, each unloosing an arrow immediately. So, horses hit, goes down, they roll, come up, arrows in hand, fire. Now, this is uh, from a letter that Major Van Doren sent to his wife regarding the account. Quote, My first wound was in the left arm. The arrow entered just above the wrist, passed between the two bones, and stopped near the elbow. Ouch. The second was in my body. The arrow entered opposite the ninth rib on the right side, passed through the upper portion of the stomach, cut my left lung, and passed out on the left side between the sixth and seventh rib. Ouch. End of uh, quote from that letter. Now, Major Van Dorn was saved by suppressing fire from his arriving sergeant, and thus only lived to relate this feat of agility under a falling, flailing animal directly into precisely targeted tactical advantage. Now, there's a huge variety of games. Remember, games, drills, same thing, warriors in the making. I mean, if it's a kid's warriors game, we're kid warriors, right? There's a huge variety of these that were used to develop this speed of acquisition skill. Okay, today we're going to take a look at just just one, just one, but I'm talking there's so many out there uh, in the historical record, and we're cataloging uh, these for the black box thing, but I thought you, I, I get the biggest kick out of this one. 
And this game can be played with your weapon of choice. I mean, after all, you mean you can carry the biggest gun in the land, the sharpest blade on two coasts, the toughest stick in the jungle, but if you can't get to it when you need it, it's the same as carrying nothing, right? Well, hell, perhaps it's worse than nothing because it's just been mere, mere luggage you've been toting around with you and sunk hours into uh, dual drilling to no effect. All right, the one game we're going to play with is the poker chip draw. I mean, the, the, uh, this game is basically just as one iteration of a kind of beat the drop drill you can find throughout the historical record. But this is one of the most entertaining descriptions of it, in my opinion. All right, uh, this is, uh, I'm going to quote something from Dutch Henry Zaplinski explaining how this drill is done. He's t- talking to uh, Eugene Cunningham. Uh, Cunningham dates this conversation to sometime just before 1934. So here we go with Dutch Henry Zaplinski explaining it. Quote, for practice, there's nothing better than the so-called poker chip draw. Hang your gun to fit your arm. Now, take a poker chip and put it on the back of your gun hand. Hold the gun hand out at shoulder level. Turn the wrist deliberately to let the poker chip drop. Pull your gun as if someone were pulling to kill you and see if you can get it out, cocked up to horizontal up to horizontal, and pointed as you'd point your forefinger at the target and a shot is loosed, all before the chip hits the floor, unquote. All right, so you get the idea. Hand it straight out in front of you, poker chip, turn, let it drop, reach, pull, and try and hit. Obviously, you need to be going dry fire here for, for safety if you're working with the firearm, right? Uh, now, there's I mean, well, not people around you. You're on feet, of course. Uh, there is an absolutely ingenious old-timers dry fire drill that can be added to this poker chip draw that will prove if you could have got the shot off at the target or not. I mean, that's, we're even talking with dry fire. And again, uh, that's another day. We'll put it for the black box thing. Can't give away all candy for free, right? And again, uh, with this poker chip draw, don't tunnel on firearms only. I mean, run this drill through any weapon you regularly work in dual fashion. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, I work it with six gun, lever action rifle, bowie knife, and tomahawks. I mean, all the useful effect. Now, let's go back to Dutch Zaplinski again. This is him uh, talking about the prowess it supposedly builds here. Quote, it will be some time before you can loose one shot ahead of the wrap of the chip on the floor, but practice will make you amazingly fast and accurate. Harvey Logan, uh, a.k.a. Kid Curry of Butch Cassidy's Wild Bunch, could click out three shots to beat the chip. Whatever luck you have for the stunt, your draw will be improved marvelously. That falling chip is something to compete with. It keeps you at high tension, unquote. Now, that's a brilliant observation there to talk about. Uh, keeps you at high tension. It's a game. It's something you can, you can play fast draw with yourself going on there. And by the way, the Kid Curry he's mentioned I mentioned there's been a mighty interesting short time in my hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. We'll cover that story another day. It's just fascinatingly strange story there. Again, of course, weapon prowess is to be sought for. I mean, it's to be admired, but it's often it seems that speed of acquisition gets a bit of a short shrift. I mean, we get there, we get to the range, we have it out there, we're primarily working then. These aspects have to be done, but acquisition is the key. Now, the poker chip draw allows us to bring that bit of initial tactical advantage up to speed literally and makes a mighty fine game of it while you're at it. So even though it's a game, hell, it's a fine game to play. All right. uh, Take care of yourself, kids. Like, subscribe, the podcast, all that noise or whatever. Main thing, have some fun, right? Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, extremeselfprotection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. <laughs>